Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This time on The Kindness Project, Christmas times, Christmas traditions, and we talk about what we've done in 2018. Whenever you're ready, Joanna. Oh, I apologise, good sir. Uh, Welcome to The Kindness Project. I'm joined by... This man, let me think of my intro. Give me a moment. There we go, got it. The connoisseur of pigs in blankets. Oh, the thing is, we, this should be called the Pigs in Blankets podcast at the minute because we are talking about pigs in blankets quite a lot. It's your, it's your unhealthy obsession. I love it, absolutely love it. And um, can I just say that um, I did Google and consider setting up a Pigs in Blankets Appreciation Society. Again? Um, and uh, it's already taken. Somebody's got the Pigs in Blankets Appreciation Society. However, listeners, I don't think they're really sort of pushing their thing uh, because they've only got eight members. Now I know, from talking, talking to loads of people about Pigs in Blankets, that there's definitely more than eight people who love Pigs in Blankets as much as me. Um, uh, so I am going to start an alternative group, Viva the Pigs and Blankets Revolution, <laughs> um, called the Pigs and Blankets Fan Club. Uh, I will be setting it up very soon. Look out on Facebook, okay? Because it's going to be I may just set up, set um, up to annoy him before uh, he has a chance. By young, what did you say? <laughs> no. What did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> This is recorded, you do know that. We record a podcast. I can hear everything you say. So either you tell me or I listen back to you when you Let me get rid of the giggle bug. <laughs> the giggle the giggle monkey did you just call Bug. It? Oh bug, okay. Yeah, I might just set it up before you just Yeah. So what did you say? Set it up before you before you get the chance. Set what up before you get the chance. Pigs and Blankets fan club. I might, I might just set up the Pigs in Duvets fan club. Oh no! Pigs in Duvets are awful! This is right! Please, 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 Mark, like, food manufacturers of England, stop mucking about the Pigs in Blankets. No Pigs in Duvets, no Pigs in Blankets, just don't, just don't. Because I'm a Pigs in Blankets purist. Let's not muck about with the real the purists, right? Well, they got overrun eventually. Well, no, they lost their leader, which was... Did they? Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll be running for any pigs and blankets. Just imagine a political party all about pigs and blankets. What are you stand for? For just imagine a march. What do you want? More pigs and blankets. When do you want them now? We were out. Uh, uh, as this is a Christmas edition in Covent Garden in London mm-hmm. uh, over uh, over the over the uh, weekend. And what are we here? What do we want? Christmas! When do we want it? Now! <laughs> Look around, mate. I was thinking of you 
find that it's Gavin British Air. They were all British Centre as well, it was good. So, um, I'm joined by a lovely, I've done your introduction, I'll, I'll get on with that now, shall I? I'm joined by a young lady who, and let me apologise for this poor Christmas pun now, is a little bit crackers. <laughs> Shut up! I'm just going to move away slightly. <laughs> why, why are you just quiet? Yeah, I guarantee that. I've heard worse. You've heard worse? What's the worst pun you've ever heard? Oh, I don't know. It's probably been from your mouth. Probably, because I do love a pun. Um, and uh, we've got another Christmas-related question of the week. Ooh. And this Christmas-related question of the week is, what Christmas traditions do your family do year in, year out that you absolutely love? don't really have any Christmas traditions. I don't think we have, actually. I mean, we always... I don't know if we have any. What Christmas traditions should we start in the day of Saturday, do you think? We should do that Black Friday Christmas dinner again. Oh, yeah. So we had a pretend Christmas dinner, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Instead of... Instead of indulging in the shop on Black Friday, which is not your bag and not mine. Well, I enjoy the, the, the book shopping. Um, yeah, the book shopping, right. Um, we put our Christmas decorations up uh, quite early. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's Sophie, my daughter Sophie's birthday at the end of November, and yours at the start of November. Start, uh, November. start of December. I don't know what the And we had a mock Christmas dinner, didn't we? Oh. Did, did we have breakfast now? No, Mum wouldn't let us break No, we need to have crackers next year. Mm-hmm. I reckon the mock Christmas dinner a couple of weeks before Christmas is, a, is a not the worst tradition. We had another one last night as well. We, yeah, we are. Except we didn't sit together. No. I sat at the table writing Christmas cards and you sat on the sofa watching TV. I was quite up through it or something. Um, but yeah. No, we didn't watch it. So I, I like the idea of the mock Christmas dinner. I like the idea of... Christmas ball games, I think we do that. Yeah. Um, but then a lot of their traditions aren't like. You know what we used to do all the time? What? Sit and watch Doctor Who. That was a Christmas tradition. But Doctor Who's not this year, is it? No, we have to wait until New Year's Eve. It's not on New Year's. It, it's New Year's on, Day, sorry. It, it's on New Year's Day instead of Christmas Day, which is a tradition broken. Blasphemy! <laughs> <laughs> was good as well. Um, Ryan and Graham interacting in that episode was great. Yeah, just like granddad. granddad. Oh. Remember one name is just it's like Grace. It was like oh yeah, it was good. It was very very good. So what Christmas tradition would you implement in our family now? Hmm. You got me wrapped up, doo doo, around your finger. <laughs> Why did you say something on your nerves? <laughs> it went into my head. So, so I, I think Christmas traditions are amazing. Um, uh, and we should, we should definitely have a few um, extra Christmas traditions mm-hmm. in our lives, don't, don't you? Yeah. But let us know what your favourite Christmas traditions are because we're interested. We haven't done that bit though. Well, yeah. The introduction of 
The social media. Do the social media. <laughs> How do you describe social media? The social with, with a headboard. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to tell people where they can get in touch with us? Facebook. You go into that magical search bar thingy and you type in uh, the kindness project. Oh, uh, the kindness project. <laughs> And then you, if you go to Twitter, you have to go at Ola Kindness, and then you just search it, and it should come up. I mean, unless someone else has stolen our name, which is great. Uh, and then you've got... Um, email? Email, there we go. And it's ola at thekindnessproject.co.uk. Or you can get in touch with us on uh, WhatsApp, uh, Face Smash. Um, Don't Tindap, give out your personal um, number. Tinder, MySpace. Do you use Tinder? I was just trying to have a random channel. Instagram that we're not on. I'm uh, on. In- oh, we, yeah. we have an Instagram page. Well, the kindest project's got an Instagram page. I follow it. Doesn't post that often. What do you mean you follow it? Most it. This week's edition of Kindness News. What edition? Christmas edition. Yeah, but you said Christmas edition last week, and it was actually Santa edition. Is this genuinely a Christmas? It's a Christmas edition. edition. I have got a link for these on the link. Okay, tell me. Oh, okay. A Christmas music video uploaded by the New Mexico Corrections Department is helping to change some prisoners' tunes. Inmates in New Mexico's 11 prisons created a cover song to the tune of 12 Days of Christmas, oh. highlighting their good works and community service across the states. Some of the good deeds including wrapping toys for a toy drive, preparing meals for the homeless, and helping build homes for habitat for humanity. Greg McCart Cantel, Mercentel, Cantel. Sorry if I'm butchering your name, mate. From the New Mexico Correction Department, told the news that the organisation wanted to help the prisoners re- realise the benefits of giving back and acting selflessly. Folks don't come to see prison to prison for doing good deeds, said Marcentel. It was pleasantly surprising to see nor- normally macho inmates now willing to sing to the community a Christmas song. To me, that told me we're making some progress in terms of changing the lens, the optics of some of these inmates' hearts. These sometimes awkward and mostly out-of-tune song may not be perfect, but it's definitely a step in the right direction for these inmates. Love it. And it's actually a positive thing to do to share... it, yes, you're in prison because you've committed a crime, but surely as a society we should be about a bit of punishment, but a lot of rehabilitation yeah. to make these people come into communities and can be um, better people, better people, and functioning member of communities. You know, you know what? It annoys me when I hear people turn around and go, "You know what? Prison is all about punishment." 
because it should be a bit of a punishment, I think, but the reality is you are not going to change society unless you can change the people motivate people to do well and do good, even if they've made mistakes in the past. Mm. And it just, it seems logical for me to do that. So I love that story, well done. Okay, this May, four-year-old Alexis Van, Van Bachova, I apologise if I am butchering <laughs> and her family. Should we get, should we get a partner with you just saying, I apologise if I've butchered your name? <laughs> <laughs> I apologise if I've butchered your name. And her family received heartbreaking news. Alexis Van Bachov. I apologise if I butchered your name. <laughs> received heartbreaking <laughs> news. No, this is sad story, sad oh, story. And her family re- received heartbreaking news. She was diagnosed with DIPG, a rare form of inoperable cancer. Oh no. Told you it was sad. Which still wouldn't have made that button joke, man. Alexis went through 31 days of radiation and even travelled from her home in Harwarden. Sorry if I butchered your name. <laughs> Iowa, another Iowa, to Minneapolis for an experimental treatment. Despite this, doctors found a second tumour in her brain. Her family tells the news that Alexis has remained positive all along. She showed a lot of people how strong a little girl can be, said her dad. Uh, I think it said she was four. Alexis loves receiving Christmas cards in the mail, so her family asked people to send her some cards. Little did they know, they would begin to receive hundreds of cards from across the US. The Facebook page page the parents set up for Alexis says that they now have almost 800 cards. Makes you feel really good that there's a lot of people out there to send a little sick girl Christmas cards. DIPG is making it difficult for Alexis to speak, but her mum Amanda says that she expresses joy when she receives each Christmas card with a smile. Yeah. I, you know what? I love, I absolutely love, that is a sad story. Mm. Um, it sounds like it's going to be terminal, but um, I love the fact that people um, can make that tiny little gesture, but that can have a huge impact in to a dying girl's um, last days, it just, mm. it's just amazing. But it also makes you think how ugly you are, do you know what I mean? To, luckily, we've, in our family, we've never gone through a tragedy like that. I don't know how I'd cope as a, as a dad, as a man, if, if something happened to you or something like that. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's very nice that people can just take the time out of the day and just make a bit of an effort to mm. support their family. So. Um, Thanks for sharing quite a tragic story, but also a story that shows that uh, people out there are, are very kind. So, we are, I want to give you a little update on the Crunch Project. We've nearly been going for an entire year. Which ain't bad, is it? Nope. All right. nope. Um, and we are coming back next year. Because I love spending time with you. Are we? We are. <laughs> the train keeps on running. It's um, a miracle. Um, so we are coming back next year, uh, mainly because I like spending time with you and I like working on this together with you. Mm. I don't know whether anybody listens. Russ tells us there's more people listening than ever. Russ tells us our listenership is going up. It's probably the same one person re-listening to it like 27 times. I don't think it is. I don't think it is because we're getting more emails, we're getting more stories of kindness, we're getting more people uh, share with us um, their, their um, 
stuff that we can share with our audience. Mm. But frankly, if there was just one person listening, still do it. <laughs> <laughs> still do it. Because I quite like us getting together and just chatting mostly nonsense. <laughs> but also talking about optimism and positivity and having fun and just just generally... One day our optimism could save the world. Maybe. Vive the revolution. Vive the revolution. Nobody can hear a fist bump on a podcast. That's the problem. We keep a fist bump on each other. And fist bump is definitely... If you do a high five, people can hear it. So you can hear that. Let's try this. Um, Slap. Definitely can hear that. Um, but, so, so we're coming back to 2019. We've loved doing it in 2018. Um, it's been work, hasn't it? Mm. And it's been effort sometimes. Yes. We, um, we think it's important just to carry on doing what we're doing. Um, however, what have been your favourite moments in 2018 of the Kindness Project? I think it's coming towards the end because the, the later in the year we've done it, this is the earlier, the more absurd the time we've been doing it is. Like, you remember that one time we did it so late in the afternoon we were fat off our heads? Uh, sorry, what do you mean? Like when we did that Barbara and Barry episode and we were so tired that but, we were talking. But, 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 but yeah, I mean, we, we to, be, to, to be frank, I don't think time's normally a restriction for us talking nonsense. I think we can talk nonsense. <laughs> yeah, and, and, then, and then that one we did really early in the morning, that was even more nonsense. So they were two ones uh, we did recently. Mm. I, one of my favourite episodes, actually, was the Beryl and Barbara one. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was, um, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, that was very, very funny. Uh, uh, but we did that when we were both had pretty long, really difficult days. I felt high. I honestly felt high. And it was quite difficult. But, and at the start, what we tend to find is when we do, when we do these podcasts, at the start of the podcast, it feels a bit, it's like, it's like when you haven't done something for a little while, you've got to get into mm, it. take long for us to uh, start spouting our usual brand of nonsense um, pretty, pretty quickly. So, um, yeah, the Beryl Barry ones were really funny. But these are, just to give you an example, because we've done a year's worth of these now, these are some of the stuff we've, we've been talking about, because we always name our podcasts about the stuff we, um, we talk about. And um, we've talked about... Um, Oh god, there's so many on here that it's uh, it's very very difficult. So at the at the start of the year, we started talking about songs that make you cry. Before that, that was episode seven. We, we started talking about being cool and the fact that we were worried about being cool. We were proud of not being cool. See, episode six, the constant theme running through the year. Episode six, we talked about pigs in blankets. Uh, episode 3 we talked about their dancing, um, 11 we talked about retro uh, theme tunes, uh, we talked about biscuits, we talked about all sorts of stuff in our intro- introductions, mm. but we've also interviewed some amazing people. Now, I know that you don't get involved in many of the interviews, I do, I do most of them. Yeah, because you do them one of them. Yeah, I, 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 do I am getting an education, this isn't my job. <laughs> 
Is this something you dreamt? You don't get paid for this? Unfortunately. I'd, I'd speak to your governor, mate, to see if you could... Uh, yeah, you're not getting paid for it. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, but my, <laughs> I reckon my favourite... We've interviewed some amazing people this year. Some of our favourites have been with people like uh, Hans Wilberg, uh, Weberg, who... Uh, apologies for the pronunciation. Where's the bar? It's over um, there. From, from Be My Eyes, who, um, who invented effectively an app. It's episode um, 28 and 29, if you want to find that on the website. Uh, invented an app that allows blind and partially sighted people to have access to a fully sighted person, person through their phone mm-hmm. and through the interweb and through a network of volunteers. Interweb. Interweb to make decisions about their uh, lives. Um, we talked to Tasha Wilde from the Butterfly Effect. I was there for that one. Yeah, you enjoyed that one, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Um, who was talking about the uh, effect that art can have on kindness. Uh, Bernadette Russell, author of the little book of kindness, was uh, amazing. Saf from Helpful Peeps, which is basically a Facebook for good people, um, was, was brilliant. Um, uh, we talked about death and why knowing that you're going to die should incentivise you to be kind. We have our first guest host. Oh, Mikey. Mikey, hello Mikey, if you're listening. Um, And we've had Mark and Ruth Chitty from Humanandi, which is a school in Africa set up by these two awesome people um, who who do amazing work. We have interviewed some really, really, really brilliant people over the last year. Um, I think just in this uh, penultimate podcast of the year, I just wanted to say thank you, really. Thank uh, you. Because without all of the amazing people who have come on and spoke to us about the great stuff that they do, certainly, I mean, basically our podcast would be me and you just talking nonsense, which is cool. I don't know if we're going to survive the year on just that. There will be no good content. <laughs> I think our Beryl Barry conversation is one of the best pieces of content ever produced in the world ever. Comedy content? <laughs> yeah. Um, so thank you for the amazing people that have come on over the course of the year. If I didn't mention you, um, apologies. Uh, but we have had some great, great, great guest speakers. We're going to have more to come. Um, we've already recorded the Decent Jump War um, uh, starting in 2019. And we are fantastically grateful for all your support. However, However. we also need your help. Oof. Oh, what do we do? About was that too, like, was that thank you, thank you, thank you, help? Too direct. Too direct. Too direct. No, no, we do need your help. So what we need your help with is keep on getting involved with questions of the podcast for next year because we love when it love you when you uh, when you do that. But we want your help finding speakers for the kindness project. Yeah. So help us understand who you know um, who would like to come to the kindness project to talk about the awesome work mm. they do because. We get super inspired by a lot of people who come to the mm-hmm. project, and we want to carry on doing that. We want to speak to people who are doing great stuff in the world who we can share their stories. So, who do you know, uh, listeners, who can come on and talk to us about this stuff? <laughs> and if you're enjoying the Kindness Project, which I'm assuming you are, if you 
listened to this far. Listen to Share the news. You know, share how much you're loving it for social mm, media. Um, tell your friends about it. Leave us a review. Uh, do all of that stuff. Uh, all that help, jazz. All that jazz to help us spread the news about the Kindness Project. Anything else you want to add? Not before really. Before we move on to the end of the show, show. New, new. <laughs> no, no. No, 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 I'm good. <laughs> okay. I haven't promised it. Oh, okay. I, I think I haven't promised it. I hope you haven't promised it. I have never promised it. Okay. Um, we are doing question of the podcast. Uh, question of the podcast. So this week's question of the podcast, or last week's question of the podcast, was our first crimbo-related question. Crimbo? Which was, um, uh, what is your favourite Christmas present? And the first person who got in touch was friend of the show. Um, Which one? We have to wife, your grand and my mother-in-law, who said, Chris, it was a week after Christmas on the 31st of December many years ago. Ask Cassie. I think she knows what she means. Um, I think it was the birth of somebody very close to us. Your oh, mummy. Your mum. So, uh, uh, I, I, don't know what, uh, I don't know what Jane's going to say, because apparently uh, Jane doesn't count as a, as, a, as a good present, but yeah, it was very, very happy about that. Um, then, um, uh, uh, Russ said, I always loved Lego as a kid, so I guess the Lego I got, I, can't just, I just can't remember one set. Tasman Kane said, we have a seaside-themed lounge, and one of my friends made me three little beach huts with a life ring and a number of my hours in the middle hut. That was her favourite present. Uh, Richard Earl had another comment. He said, we should have picked the thread for the worst gift. Well, maybe we'll do that next year, Rich. Um, and then Scott Gallagher went retro, and he went the first computer, Atari 800XL in 1984. Cookie, friend of the show, said, the year I woke up to find a sweaty bone in, I think he's talking about me, <laughs> um, kipping on my sofa, and then you helped me open my presents. It was a nice surprise. So I was John's sweaty bone in and favourite <laughs> present. Um, <laughs> uh, and um, uh, Hayden Daniel bought him a set of DVDs from an old <coughs> children's film foundation film a couple of years ago. Uh, and then Hayley returned the uh, uh, response saying, John Cook bought me a motherload, motherload of books. You get a book. It's the motherload. Um, uh, and, and that was it. And then we got two really, really nice ones, which were, um, are you gonna, are you sitting there at the door? Or no. Do you wanna come in? Or no, it's not David. Oh, who was it? Menti. Who was it? Menti. Menti, all right, okay. Um, so, um, uh, then we got two really nice ones mm-hmm. that really epitomised the spirit of Christmas for me. Nikki Dunn said um, her favourite ever Christmas present 
was a message from one of her sons saying thank you for making Christmas. No. It's getting dusty in here again. Not really. Tear in the eye. Um, and Nigel May made this, who um, sometimes makes very uh, comedy-related comments, but this one's super serious. So my mum, aged 80, confirmed that her best ever present was spending time with her kids, her kids' kids, and her great-grandchildren. Such a, such a perfect statement from a very wise old lady. Material things mean nothing, but being with your family is everything when you reach 80 and beyond. God bless her. Aww. And on that very um, uh, wise and sentimental note, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and Toodle ne- pip. see you soon.